Welcome to the Empowered Life. I'm your friend, Ern Inyon. This podcast aims to inspire you to create the life that you want to live. If you are not yet a subscriber, be sure to subscribe and get notified when a new episode is posted. Now let's go on with the show. Hi everyone. Last episode, we said that to live a full life means to maximize your experience in life. This is the reason why we need to con- continuously improve or grow or on whatever platform we have chosen. However, many people do not grow because of the limitations we, we put on ourselves. Many people believe that since they were born poor, they will remain poor for the rest of their life. Some people flunk a math exam during high school and then he had come to conclude that they are bad in math. Many people have attempted attempted to to play the the piano, guitar or or dance and when they were starting to learn the skill, uh, a relative told them that they are bad at it so they quit. Whatever that limitation is, it is always about what mindset do you have. Mindset means it is an established set of attitudes. There are basically two types of mindset, the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. A fixed mindset is when you believe your qualities are fixed and cannot be changed, while the growth mindset is when you believe your talents can be developed through hard work good strategies and feedback from others. Every person needs to understand this very well because it will spell the difference between living a full life or just getting by. There are several concepts that we were made to believe for many years that led to why most people have a fixed mindset. In this episode, I will cover two. The first one is on our understanding about intelligence. Most of us took the IQ test when we were young. I think I took it when I was in third year high school. Some got a high school, uh, some got a high score, some had low scores. And there is a study that linked low IQ score to poverty. You know, I can say that it is true if I base that to those people I know who got low IQ scores and are having a challenging life right, uh, life right now. So before I go in any further, we have to understand how the IQ test came about and its real purpose. You know, the history of IQ tests or the intelligence quotient started when Dr. Alfred Binet A French psychologist wanted to identify children who are not profiting from the Paris public schools so that appropriate programs can be designed for them to help them get back on track. You know, I I am well aware of how important we need to evaluate children. You know, at Trails, we do this to all incoming students. We evaluate their current skills, capabilities, and behavior so that the program we create for them is right on target. You know, only through evaluation, we would know which areas the student needs to work on. Without evaluation, you wouldn't know which area to focus on, right? So, of course, the evaluation 
can also be done to typically developing kids, not just for children with special needs. So the original purpose of the IQ test was to evaluate the IQ of the person at that point in time. It is in no position to tell you your future. Let me repeat that. It is in no position to tell you your future. But unfortunately, you know, going back to, to history, tragedy struck. Dr. Binet died in 1911, just when his test was getting accepted in the U.S. After he died, another doctor, Dr. Louis Thurman, picked up where Binet left off and used the, the test to sort people. You know, Dr. Thurman was a believer of eugenics. Eugenics was a movement that discriminates those with undesirable traits. So people who scored low in the test were sterilized. In short, they were litigated or vasectomy was performed on them without their knowing so that they could not bear any more children. You know, some cases were even based not on their IQ test score, but on physical deformities or by the, by the color of their skin. Eugenics was, of course, the basis used by Hitler to slaughter many Jews and tried creating a superior race, which he called the Aryan race. Now we know that there are multiple intelligences, you know, based on Howard Gardner's study. We now have nine. Some doctors and scientists even believe there can be hundreds. My sister-in-law, Michelle, is a musical genius, for example. She composes music and she easily learns a musical instrument. My nephew, Joey, also is a musical genius. He composes his own music with, with ease on top of managing their business. You can check his music, Joey Inyon, in Spotify. During this pandemic, many people went went to plants as a way of keeping themselves busy or keeping themselves sane. My brother-in-law, Daryl, also started nurturing plants. You know, what started just a few plants, now he has a forest in his house. What is amazing is that he knows every plant, their behavior and what is needed of them, you know, more sunlight, shade, etc., etc., you can tell that he loves plants because he is always doing something for them and he talks about them too. He also does a aquascape. Aquascape is creating the landscape underwater, like in an aquarium. So clearly my brother-in-law Daryl is a naturalistic genius. So if you scored low in your IQ test, don't be disheartened. Your genius is probably hasn't measured yet. I believe everyone is a genius. You just need to find it. For me, one of the best gauge if you if you are a genius on it is if you are willing to do it without being paid. You feel every cell in your body comes alive when you do it. So have faith. Just keep on doing it. Money Let's talk about it in another episode, but that too will come. Your intelligence can expand and there is no limit. 
However, if you have a fixed mindset, then you're just putting limits to it. Just believe that it can. The second is our understanding about creativity. Many people believe that when we talk about creativity, it is only for painters, artists, designers, or musicians. The truth is, all of us are creative. If you can imagine, you are creative. I will explain the relationship between creativity and intelligence. Intelligence is like Lego blocks. You know, the more you expand your intelligence, the more blocks you have. We use these blocks to create something new. The more blocks you have, your creativity improves. So I, I used to head an, an innovation program in Elboites. Um, that, that was in transport, the largest shipping company in the Philippines before. Uh, that time, I was paid to come up with ideas and implement them. That was the best job in the world. And so I did. I came up with several unique projects that got approved by the management. I mean, this is not to brag, but, you know, once the goal or objective is clear, it is easy for me to create solutions because of the many blocks that I have. Because I read a lot, I have varied experiences gained through the, throughout the years of working, and I'm not afraid to try. And the creativity keeps on expanding every day as I continuously add more blocks. And I know there is no limit. At Trails, we have plenty of creative three teachers. Teaching requires you to be creative in delivering the lesson to the children. My wife is a very, very creative teacher. She can come up with programs in her sleep. When our son was starting homeschool, for example, my wife and I divided the subjects. So math and religion went under my care, while the rest of the subjects was under her. I had a hard time coming up with creative ways on teaching the two subjects. The hard part in the hard part in teaching is you don't just make the student read. Make sure you make you make sure that he understands the concept and he and see how he applies. Wang gave me an example how to teach addition. Boom, just like that, he was able to create a fun way of creating a, a fun way of learning addition. And our son had a blast. So, but but for me, every time I need to teach a lesson, you know, it took a huge time and effort on my part. So to cut the long story short, my wife ended up taking all the subjects. And I just took care of some of her chores. Another example is the driver of my brother Carlo. You know, his his name is Bobby. We can we call him Bobby Brown because he is so brown. <laughs> Bobby Brown is a logical mathematical or or probably visual, I would say visual spatial genius. Bobby just finished grade three. But every time something breaks in our house, be it electric fan, refrigerator, uh, busted light, or whatever, you know, we call him to repair it. So one time, one of our toilets here in our house got broken. So at first, um, I tried fixing it. So I took out my screwdriver set 
and wore my workers gloves and went to work after two hours already drenched in sweat I can't still fix the toilet so finally I gave up and called Bobby luckily he was around so he went up took a look uh, took a look at the problem and he borrowed just one screwdriver and in in five minutes he was done the toilet is fixed amazing so for sure Bobby didn't learn that in school it was his creativity that solved the problem never believe that creativity is just for painters artists or musicians if there are people who tells you you are not don't mind them you are creative and you are limitless the world needs more people to unleash their creativity when you unleash your creativity you are giving your gift to the world thank you so much for listening friends Please rate and review this podcast and share it to your friends. Until next time, blessings always.